Hey guys, we are back from our winter hiatus and we have so much to talk about in this episode. The apple doesn't fall far from the alibi. Let's get right to it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. If you guys don't know, this is Emmy Rossum singing, actually. Just so fitting. This episode. Uh huh. <laughs> I've got to say, I actually think I like Santiago's version better. <laughs> Probably, but props to Emmy. She sings pretty well. Oh yeah, her voice is amazing. She's she's great. What's up, guys? We're back. We are back from our winter hiatus. Are you excited to be back, Julia? I'm so back. I, I'm so back. <laughs> I'm she's so. Back. I'm back. I am so back. I am so glad to be here. I missed you. I miss, I miss you our too. panel, who's not fully here, but hopefully we'll get everybody back in studio. Yeah. And I miss our cast of ours, a little shameless, the Gallagher family. I know. It's good mm-hmm. to see them, for sure. I do think that they started off pretty hot today. I was glad that it wasn't too, too much of a um, kind of filler to tell story now that we're back. I thought that they really kind of jumped right back into the, uh, you know, to the storylines of all of our favorite characters. So, it's good. Let's start talking. I want to start with Kevin V, especially after having the Star Spangled Banner on. Um, so Santiago is introduced into the story. He's going to be their foster son. And Kev is, like, so unbelievably ecstatic about it. It's the son he never had. He, like, can't wait to take him to, you know, sporting events and have him play baseball and, and all that kind of stuff. Um but it also really tied in some things that are going on in current events, which Shameless always does. So what did you kind of think about this whole situation? For First and foremost, I love that he was uh, talking about the fact that he was hoping that he could rename a child who is 12 years old yeah. now that he's his, <laughs> um, which I thought was just really, really funny. And I love how V was just kind of like, maybe, and she just kind of goes along for the ride. Or yeah. She's always there by his side. And yeah, as you mentioned, Shameless always does this. They kind of take on what's going on in actual uh, events and put that yeah. into the show and in a funny and smart way and I really appreciated how they did this because unfortunately this is something that we need to be talking about more Mm -hmm. and it's not being talked about so I'm glad that Shameless at least can do that. Yeah, they definitely, you know, art imitates life for sure on this show. We see it a lot um, with the you know, the foster kids who are coming in with, you know, the ice guys and their foil blankets and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's at the same time hard to watch as it is funny, which somehow yeah. Shameless always tends to balance Speaking that. Speaking of the blankets and the kids that we were seeing in the lobby, were you surprised when they kind of dropped this bomb on us? Um, no. I don't know if I'm ever surprised by Shameless. Like, I think you're like, oh, okay, but I don't know if you're like, holy crap, that's so yeah. surprising, because you just kind of expect that from them at this point, or for them to do something like that. Yeah, because they kept on, I mean, I'm sure those places are never a joyful place by any means, but Mm -hmm. just so many kids were crying, and you, everyone was speaking Spanish, every kid, and the way they were walking in, just it was nonstop, it was just so many poor kids, that I figured that, oh yeah, that's, it's going to take this turn, and uh, I'm I'm glad, but not glad, which is a weird thing to say, but you know, again, I'm glad they're bringing attention to this. Right, well, and we're definitely going to be talking more about it. it doesn't seem like the conversation's over at all just because we know that santiago's family is in the state somewhere they were just all separated which is like that's what was so sad to me or i guess a little bit more shocking mm-hmm. um but yeah i have a feeling now that kevin v are going to try to work towards finding his family which could be 
uh, an interesting storyline for them. Yeah, I'm so here for that storyline. But part of me also felt bad because Kevin has been wanting a, a kid for so long. And it just it kind of sucks that that's just not the reality. Well, and it just happened to be that Santiago had like an amazing arm, pitching arm. And he was like throwing a heater and uh, he got so excited. And then for him to like... Yeah. hear from V. We can't keep this kid. Like, he's not your son. Like, immediately, I do love, though, how easily accepting he was. Like, he signed that paper, and it was his son. Like, that was his. For sure. I mean, I, I think one of my favorite lines is that, again, Kev is such a kid at heart, and he was saying, oh, okay, he has a family, yeah, yeah, but we love him. He's ours now. We love him. He's ours. And right. he can claim someone like that, and it just, it's, it, it's all in good fun, but yeah, it's sad, too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, I like the storyline. We'll see where it goes. Um, we might see more of Mrs. Was it Hernandez who came over and did some of the translating? Yeah, so that was good too, so that we can see more interaction with Santiago and get a bit more from his character besides the Star Spangled Banner. But that was fun too. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about Carl and his girlfriend. Carl and his girlfriend. I th- I think they're good for each other. I think they they're she's she's a good mix of. Um, kind of a little bit of a bad trouble but she always keeps him on the right path yeah so there's priorities in order you know you gotta make sure you're good at school but you can you can be scheming on the side right yeah they can still nap and eat junk food but you're gonna work on your essay and you're still gonna get into west point yeah i i agree i think this is one girl that i actually i do like because i know that she's intelligent too which i really love for him because it makes him a better person too so mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been enjoying that. Um, and again, our imitating life, we've got Bird in the in the scenario. If you guys uh, don't live, I guess, in a major city, Bird might not be around you, but I'm sure you've heard of it at this point. It's this ride-sharing app, but for electric scooters. So yeah. you can literally just scan the scooter when you find it parked out on the street and then ride it. And then when you're done, you lock it, and it just charges you a certain amount of money per mile or per minute, I think. Per minute, yeah. Per minute, yeah. And, and- yeah, it was funny how in the episode they it wasn't a bird. I think they kind of made it. They had to change the name for change sure. The name, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, the two competitors are Bird and Lime. And uh, if you're interested more into this topic, there's actually a documentary on Netflix. Shut up, seriously? Yes, it's called. Well, it's a, doc- a documentary series uh, that's produced by BuzzFeed, and they have an episode all on the scooter share oh, rides. I, have to wa- I actually have to write and that down because I think that's fascinating. So that's why when there's this whole scene of them saying, "Oh, I'm going to steal them," I'm like, "No, he's going to charge them because people actually make." Money. legit money yeah and in this documentary i'm mentioning they follow this guy who says that he makes about 450 give or take per day isn't that cr- solely charging that's crazy he, he had, probably has you know there's expenses such as electricity sure. and stuff like that but he solely that is his job he is a charger as they call them so i, I thought it was friend, really interesting i have a friend that. that charges um that charges them and a just depending on the areas that they're in and stuff, too, you make more money. Like, the ones that are harder to find, you make more money. And then there's certain ones where you make only, like, $5. But, yeah, it's it's really Yeah, they, they set it up like a game. And I think this is a perfect <laughs> summer activity for Carl and his new woman. Just yeah. to be going all around Chicago and different areas to find the most the scooters that can give him the more money for his bucks. So. Especially when they've got her dad's nice ride to throw them all in the back of. Oh, my God, that's that truck nice is sick, isn't it? Such a sick truck. Really nice truck. So nice, what do you nice think truck. about her skipping out on softball practice and um, those two, you know, kind of like hiding and running away from her dad every morning? Like, where do we see that going? Um, again, I, I think I love that they are able to be themselves and kind of just 
be scheming but yet stay on a narrow path and i just i would it would hate for her to support him so much that she doesn't go to a, a baseball and all these things and you know she doesn't get her stuff in order right. so that's the one thing that made me nervous but it is the summer they're still figuring stuff out so for now i'm okay with it okay but cool. I think that we're going to... We'll talk about this in predictions. But I, Yes, I know. We did that, see a little bit in the scenes for next week, so we can't yeah, the beginning of the too, episode, too much away. In the beginning of the episode when she's running, when they're trying to run back into the house, I thought that was... I was very stressed. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, she's got some good caught. climbing skills. Mm-hmm. Right up the... Uh, Whatever that thing is called. What is that thing called? The gutter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty good. But and they have some good signage. Also, they have a whole thing down where he just does different signs like, go, stop, stay, go. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah, fun. that is really fun. They're on like a fun little mission after. Mm-hmm. It's the walk of shame mission version. Um, yeah, so we have a lot to talk about in predictions. Uh, we have some good news for you guys, too, coming up later on um, regarding William H. Macy. Ooh. So, yeah. Nice so stick tease. around Thank for you, that. Lately. Of course. Yes. No, I'm excited to talk about it. Um, first, though, talking about electricity, talking about, you know, charging birds, all that stuff. Let's talk about Debbie acting like mom this episode. Like, she has got her shit together this episode. Can I just say it's about damn time? <laughs> yes, had, you can say it. Yes, it's about damn time. <laughs> we had so many seasons of her just being this annoying teenager who was messing everything, everyone's life up, okay? Let's just be honest with that. Right. Adding another Gallagher member to the family, another mouth to feed, and, you know, it's. I'm happy that she's taking ownership and she is pitching into this family because it's important. We need her to. Yeah, well, I definitely think that she's in a different place in her life now than even all of her other siblings where she's had to work through some of those really terrible times. She has a daughter, has learned how to take care of her daughter, learned how to pay bills. She has a job that allows her to do all of that kind of stuff. So she's just in a totally different place right now, and I like it. Mm-hmm. I do. and I But I do feel bad that her and Lip are kind of, you know, now the taking care of all of the bills because – We'll talk about Fiona, but, you know, yeah. she's really shit in the bed at the moment. Yeah, and come to think of it, from you saying that, Lip has is the consistent man, family member who's been doing that. I mean, yeah. he did go off to college, and there's this and that, although he was still working during that time. He is the most long-standing kind of, for lack of a better term, father figure, you know, parent of the household. Yep. Yeah, even through his, you know, alcoholic issues and all that kind of stuff, he tends to... He's just that, like, he's always been the caregiver, though. He always cares too much about everybody else and not enough about himself. And we'll talk about that more for sure. Um, anything else with Debbie's storyline? I mean, we didn't see too, too much besides her just making sure that all of the the bills were paid. She was lying to all of the <laughs> all of the companies that she needed to pay, telling them that she was diagnosed with, you know, a life-threatening disease. And They can take all of her organs except for the colon. The colon's the colon. a no-no. <laughs> yeah. That was a funny uh, that was bite good. there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so she's just – she's fine. It's, and that is still – Gallagher relatable like for the rest of you know this whole show you can't just go in there and and say I'm so sorry my sister's having a hard time whatever you know she still has to be shameless a little bit and just completely make up some terrible lies yeah exactly and I think they were smart they were innovative she's just not like recycling the same one for each person because <laughs> she could because it's not the same person working at the same office you know right and I like how she switched it up every time and she she could maybe be an actress you know down the line if that's something that could come about like oh my you gosh, never could know you imagine? <laughs> that's funny they all cook because they're so good at that so at scheming at, you know honestly if these poor Gallagher's had more money behind them and just you know better education <laughs> they'd be the best lawyers they really would be yeah speaking of education where's Liam 
That was my one question throughout the entire episode, and I was going, wait, where is he? Did we see something, and we had such a long hiatus that I could just be me not remembering, but did he go somewhere in that last episode? We didn't even see anything at the beginning of this one saying, you know, like, oh, you forgot, or this is what happened. I can't remember if he was at a different school or if he went away somewhere. Okay, we'll have to look this up because I think it's very interesting that they didn't bring that up because, it again, it is the summer, so maybe summer summer camp. Is he away with his friend for, like, the whole summer or something maybe? Yeah. That's what I was thinking, but I don't know. It's really strange that they didn't bring that up in the preview and it wasn't a bigger deal, at least in the last episode. So uh, I wonder what happened in the writer's room. They just probably... Had other fish to fry. Yeah, yeah, but I'm exactly. hoping we'll see him soon because I love him. Yeah, if you guys know, please comment on YouTube below and let us know. Yeah, or and tweet actually, us. Before we move on to the next topic, can I talk to our fans? Yeah, really please. I just want to let you guys, you know, let you know that we are so thankful for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Mm-hmm. You know, we continue to grow thanks to your help. And if you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. If you're on iTunes, give us please a five star ratings because there's no thing else you can't do three, four that doesn't work. You have to do the five. <laughs> uh, but no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved with the conversation. As you were saying, <laughs> Haley, we want to, we're super fans, and I know you guys are as well. And it's so important for us to keep this conversation going. Yeah, we want to talk to you outside of do. this show. And being part of AfterBuzz has meant so much, I mean, to all of us. And we really truly appreciate your support and doing, uh, you know, you're helping us do what we love every week here. And again, yeah. so, so, so happy you're here listening to us. Uh, so don't forget to tell your friends and family members and just keep enjoying the show, guys. Yeah, thank you so much. Love that. You can find us on Spotify now, too, people. Literally, you have no excuse not to watch us because yeah. we are on every single platform. And I know You're everyone welcome. has Spotify. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we'll figure out, hopefully, thanks to you guys and our friend, the Internet, what's going on with Liam. Um, otherwise, let's talk a little bit more about Lip and his girlfriend or friend's friend with benefits. Okay. You don't think she's his girlfriend? I don't think we're there yet. No, I don't think they're like, I mean, she was a little annoying this episode. I'm going to throw that out there, pushing him to get an apartment. I do like that he wasn't like Carl in this sense. I feel like Carl would have immediately just gotten the apartment without thinking about anything because that's what he does for girlfriends. Whereas Lip's like, yeah, I'm not getting an apartment right now. I, I, I'm not in a place to get an apartment. And I'm definitely not getting this apartment if, yeah. if I'm getting one. I'm with you on that. I kind of enjoyed that as well. And uh, as we've seen Lip over the years with several, you know, partners, <laughs> I think he's learned a thing or two. And uh, that's a little tease for what's coming next and yes. later on the episode. We have another fun segment. We've got a lot of fun things going on. We do. We miss you guys. We want to keep this, you know, fun for you guys. And, uh, yeah, I I like that too. I like that you didn't go right into it. And But I kind of the question I had was, he gave reasons why he didn't want to, mm-hmm. but can he? Is he at that stage where he can? Where he's able to? Yeah, that's a really good question because he is working consistently. I mean, it's not like they're paying rent at the house. That house is paid off, right? Right, but they have all these bills. But so all I, these bills all of a sudden, yeah. So that's my question. Is he not wanting to get the apartment because he feels that he needs to be within the Gallagher house and helping all the people who still live there, which is understandable? Or does he is he not financially stable or not really wanting to do that yet? I just kind of want that question answered. You yeah, know? I think the apartment that they were looking at, I don't know if he's he, – I don't think he's financially able to do that. No, but, that was huge. There was like an outdoor patio. Yeah. Like, I don't know what she's thinking. Again, this she's came up there from different worlds. Exactly, yeah. So we see, um, you know, the beginning of this storyline is he's staying over at her house and we come out to see all of her roommates – and, you know, they're all from totally different walks of life. We find out she was actually dating the one um, who brings, like, $5 coffees. And he's lips like, yeah, I'm not going to 
I'm not going to buy a $5 coffee. Like, that's insane. Um, and she's going to spinning class, which if any of you guys do group fitness, like, you know how expensive that is. So, yes, they're just from two totally different worlds. And yet she still very much fits into his which is interesting. Yeah, she's very shameless, you know, in the way that yeah. she expresses herself, the way she is disrespectful and rude to, towards so many people. We saw her meet today, <laughs> yeah. Debbie's uh, colleague who hopefully, I don't know, something else there. but Farhad. For, yeah, and it, she, she was like, yep, don't care. I'm like, how rude yeah, are you? Yeah, she called him don't care hot. I'm pretty sure she said walking downstairs. Yeah. yeah. And he was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's very, do you like her? That would be the first question. Do you like her character? Um, I don't think so. No. I don't think I like her because I think she's entertaining, but I don't think she's the best thing for him. She's she's very needy. She just shows up to his work and demands to spend time with him. Like, this is just... In all the years we've seen him grow and again in all these relationships, I really, at this point, I wish he wasn't in this relationship. I don't think it's... No. He right. deserves much better. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Um, yeah, I'm just, like, ready for Lip to be, especially because doesn't it kind of feel like, I mean, we know that this isn't the last season, but it feels like it's coming, and so you kind of start thinking, like, how is this stuff going to end for all of these characters? Yeah. And I just want it to end in a healthy, him-on-a-good-track type of relationship, which do- just doesn't seem like this is the one. But, hey, hey yeah, but I wrong. think you make a you make a great point. I feel that they are trying to keep this show going for more seasons and for longer although it's kind of at a turning point where all these characters have gone through so many different storylines where it seems that things are kind of wrapping up so that's why they're putting him with a girlfriend who seems that she belongs several seasons ago right i'm being completely candid i think that's what's going on well it's it's funny you say that too because um when i was looking up news and everything i saw a few headlines talking about how um you know, fans were not upset about the show going on winter hiatus. And then this episode reminded them why they were not upset that it went on hiatus. So I would actually love to know if you guys could comment below what you think about the show being back. Are you still intrigued? Do you still enjoy it? Um, Or were you kind of like, Shameless should end. <laughs> yeah, like how, I mean, it's an honest question, and I'd love to know what your honest opinions are. Yeah, how invested are you at this point? Yeah, yeah. And Great the, way to put the, it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, for me, being honest, I'm definitely not as invested as I was in the beginning just because I do feel like we've, like you said, it's a, it's a pattern. Things are happening again that I feel like we've already seen. So you just, you know, you're just not as invested. Um, however, I will say I am very invested in Frank and Ingrid's relationship <laughs> because I'm a huge Katie Seagal fan, and I think she's, like, she's so funny and such a good actress, so I like seeing... These two, especially because they're getting into some serious trouble. <laughs> Wait, I have to ask though: Are do you like seeing these? T- do you like seeing her on screen, or do <laughs> you like seeing this couple together, like legitimately? I like seeing these two actors work together because I just can imagine like how much fun they're having on set and how awesome it would be to just watch them and their process on set. Do I like these characters together? Actually, yes, because I we can't see Frank with a normal person; it's just not going to work, and so. I'm like, great, bring in, bring in the more, the more crazies, the better. For Frank, anyway, I think he's kind of a lost cause. Like, I don't think we're going to see him ever totally get his shit together. Whereas the kids, I think they still can. So for me, I'm like, I'm okay with the crazy relationship for him. Okay. Yeah, what do you think? 
Um, yeah, I'm torn because it's <laughs> such a shameless storyline because yeah, I love seeing this unravel. I think it's so entertaining. But yes, in retrospect, I'm just like, wow, this is just going to end bad. Yeah. But I love Frank having like an equally as unstable person by his side, you know? Right. So so we see these two. Ingrid has brought him. They're going out on a date day and she has a surprise for him and she takes him to the place where she has frozen her eggs. Yep. Surprise. Surprise. And unlike any other man, I think, in this entire world, Frank's like, yes, let's do it. I'm all ready to fertilize your eggs. I know. It's so crazy. There's no prior conversation. She, He's literally staring at it as they're pulling it up from that machine. And yeah, let's do it. I just, it's funny how I, I was hoping they would pan like to the doctor and see his reaction because I don't think that's a common thing where people have that conversation within the hospital, within the facility. Right. Like, yeah. so are you ready to do this or? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, I also think that Frank is looking at this as just dollar signs. He's like, if I impregnate her. She has to stay around. She has money. She's a therapist. Yeah, yeah. And I, on top of that, I honestly genuinely think that he likes her, that he really likes spending time with her. And this is... Yeah. The, she's the new Monica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think that uh, Ingrid's ex will come back into the picture? I know we sent him on a vacation before the winter hiatus. They convinced him to go away on his, like, dream vacation. But I, usually he's the one that's putting her back on her meds and making sure that she's on the right track. Do you think he comes back at any point to kind of be like, what in the hell is going on? I think so, because I don't think you can be on vacation for forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and especially you bring up the meds now that she's maybe going to have a child. And I don't know how, how that's going to kind of happen. Works. Which is also, was a, it was an interesting storyline, but for anyone who knows, who doesn't know... Fertilizing eggs is not like something you do right away. You have to take like shots and like a bunch yeah, of different things. Yeah, when you're things. going through IVF, you, there's like months of injecting yourself with different hormones and right. everything to help you get pregnant, which and, is like a t- it's a and it's a terrible process. It's a long process. It really is. And considering that she's not even taking her regular meds, <laughs> I just that was a little they bit skipped like, over that a bit. They skipped it, but it's okay. I'm not mad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're like we don't have time for her to go through IVF, or else she'll never get these eggs fertilized. Well, okay, so let's talk about. As we were watching, we find out that his sperm, his swimmers are very, very slow. In fact, there's only a couple, actually. He's just, you know, he's old. He doesn't have good sperm anymore. And I immediately, when I see that the um, the nurse lets him take his cup out of the building and we see him walk home and Carl's there, I immediately say, no. No, he's going to steal Carl's sperm. And Juliet was like, no, no. And I was like, yes, that is what's happening. And guys, it happened. (sighs) It really did. Carl. You should have known better. Such an idiot in that moment. I mean, but it's a hundred bucks. And when a hundred bucks is, you know, looming you in the face, when you're Carl, you take it. Exactly. And I think it's weird. I'm. It's a two. It's two sided because part of me that watching this scene, I was saying like, you should know better. After all this time, he's handing you a medical cup. You should know something's up. This is really fishy. However, Frank's always up to something crazy that you. He's probably like, oh, whatever. Another thing. I'm just. I don't care at this point. Like right. he's just Frank being Frank. Yeah, I know. And well, and also the last thing in Carl's mind is that he's going to take his semen and you know impregnate somebody with it. But do we think that comes back to bite him in the ass? It has to. 
It has to. Is that a storyline you want to see, though? No, I don't. I know. I, I want Carl like, to be ugh. happy and just go to work, go to uh, school, school, and have his girlfriend by his side and have fun with her. And she pushes her, and then they still like are stealing birds or charging birds, whatever. It yeah. Is. Well, maybe the whole <laughs> yeah stealing them, both. Well, maybe it ends up coming to like bite Frank in the ass, where Carl ends up getting her money or something to use for West Point because she finds out it's actually his baby. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I should have saved that for predictions. Okay. We'll, we'll keep something else for predictions. <laughs> Our fans really want those, as I do know, I. I know. Um, anything else? Any other opinions, comments about Frank and Ingrid? Um, I just don't see this really kind of ending too well. <laughs> oh, I have one question for all of you guys and for you, Julia. Were you surprised that Frank couldn't get himself off with the 80s porn? Because to me, I would have expected Frank to be able to just... Just whip it out Whack whenever. Whack off real quick, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of surprising as well, but I also love that that happened because it allowed for a really fun back and forth between yeah. the nurse and him. Yeah. And we got to also have that scene where he's uh, with Ingrid and you, we hear them yeah, talk. Yeah, getting it on. Getting it on, which was um, very disturbing, but yet very fun. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay, well, let's talk about the, uh, the woman of the hour, Fiona. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like... When I watch this this show, sometimes I take on the exhaustion of some of the characters because we've now been like we've been invested for so long, Mm -hmm. and Fiona is just losing it. Like she is absolutely spiraling, and it's so hard to watch because she was in such a good place. Like they, the writer set us up to put Fiona in a great place last season, and now she's in such a shitty place, and it's hard to watch. Yeah, it really is. It's really saddening, and but. This is what life is, and this is what, Gal- especially being a Gallagher is, is that you get knocked down and you got to pick yourself up. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm upset with Fiona. She's not picking herself up no. again. The pity party needs to end, girl. Yeah, so Fiona, immediately when we open on this episode, she's drinking in the morning. She grabs some high C and then throws some of Frank's vodka into, the, uh, into her glass. And she's just drinking all day. She's in the shower drinking. She's at Patsy's drinking. Um, being extremely rude to customers, like just being not herself at all. She's being frank. She's being frank. Yeah. She's hanging out with the homeless people. She's uh, she goes every day to the same store to buy the same booze. He's like, oh, my favorite customer. It's not because she's nice or pretty. It's because she is a recurring customer who keeps right. buying booze and spending at least thirty bucks a day. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we also find out too that her building has been resold by Max. Um, and for a much higher price than what she sold it to him for. And so I think she, you know, that sets her off even more because she feels like she just totally screwed up. Um, but yeah, when she's in Patsy's, we can see the employees, even one of them, thank goodness, there's another girl there that's taking care of ordering the food, getting the ice machine fixed and reminding her to pay her employees because she's not doing any of that right now. She's just literally letting shit go. She's in, like, can we talk about the gum also? How yeah. she's just like, well, which also is disgusting and they should be cleaning that. But not in front of customers. You shouldn't be under someone's table being like, oh, ew, that's right. so and gross. And you should never be yelling at your customers while they're there because they're most likely not the ones that did it. Exactly. But, And yeah. your employees are looking at you and they're like, is she crazy? Is she going, is she okay? Like, that's not good if your employees are thinking that or something. Right. It is interesting. Well, I'm, I guess not. It's the first episode back from hiatus that uh, no one is bringing that up to her yet. Nobody is saying, what the hell is your problem? Get your shit together. You know, like, she mm-hmm. still owns Patsy's. It's not like she's 
back to totally ground zero. She still owns something. She's back to where she was before she bought the building. Exactly. So it's not like she's at the lowest point ever. That's just how she feels. And it doesn't help that the breakup and that whole scandal happened, you know, before or at the same time as all of this. Yeah, it doesn't help. But again, you get knocked down. You have to get back up. And as you're saying, she has other blessings in her life. She just needs to take a good look at them. Yeah. Instead of literally being coming frank. Right. We, we can all have those days. Like, I'll allow you to sure. be frank maybe a day or two. And considering all the stuff you've been through, maybe a week tops. No, right. this is like an ongoing thing. You're you're an alcoholic now. Right. And, well, and when you're leaving it to your younger siblings who are your legal guardians and some of them still are not 18 Mm -hmm. and you're just letting the electricity be turned off and all that kind of stuff like that's not okay you want to let your personal stuff go to shit fine but you're taking care of these kids and they expect a lot from you and you've just let them down that's a great point she could literally lose the kids right which i mean they all take care of them they all take care of themselves i know but but i don't think they want to be in a you know all different different fostered homes and being separated at this point so right (sighs) fiona fiona i know well we did see some scenes for next week so let's get into some predictions here before we get into our special segments and now your after buzz tv predictions never gets old um so yes seeing scenes from next week debbie is talking to fiona in the shower and um, I think this is the point that I'm waiting for, at least I'm sure some of you are waiting for, where she says, if you're not paying for electricity, you can get the F out. Was pre- I mean, I think she put it, you know, get out, get out of the shower because we pay for the water and you don't. Mm-hmm. So hopefully something changes from that, um, from that interaction. But I think that they may end up kicking Fiona out. That's my prediction. Um, yeah, I think I, I think it's just going to keep going downhill from here. I don't know if they'll kick her out, but they're definitely going to have to give her a big um, t- uh, talking to. Like, yeah. like she's not she's not doing good. She's not doing good at all. Yeah. And um, I really hope she picks herself back up. Yeah, I really do. But I, I don't know. Me too. I'm not really hopeful. Do you have any other predictions specific to uh, anyone else? Uh, not really, not really, but... We also see, we should talk about, we also see a gun being pointed at Carl's head in the scenes for next week, which we can assume is his girlfriend's dad, because his girlfriend was also in the, uh, in that little scene for next week. So I think that their, uh, little scheming is about to be over. I think so, too, but I, I hope that the father kind of sees them and sees that they're good for each other, because I really believe that. Right. I okay. really do. Cool. Um, can I do some really quick fan shout-outs before we head yes, into the special please. segments and all that? Fun. Cool. Because uh, we have some really cool people in the ch- chat that I want to shout out. So yes. we have Frank S. who says, I like the direction they're going with Fiona. I didn't enjoy all... Um, excuse me. I'm going to read closer. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> a little blind here. Uh, I didn't enjoy all of her being in a... Bu- uh, I didn't enjoy it all be- her being in a building and an owner tycoon. Okay. Which I think we liked. So I love hearing different opinions. Yeah, it's great. Um, so they, he says that he likes his direction way better and it reminds him of the good old days. So okay. good. I'm Thanks, glad. Frank I'm glad. To- <laughs> um, and another shout out to uh, Jose Medina who says, that I think it's hard to be invested in the show when the strongest relationship... Um, was Ian and Mikey, and they're no longer on the show. Yeah, Aww. Ian and Mickey. Well, especially when we saw them, too, right before hiatus. I mean, that was just, like, a such a tease because we all got what we wanted, and that's how I wanted things to end for um, Ian. 
But then you're also like, ah, I want more. So, yeah, yeah that was tough. But good point. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, it was really tough. But yeah, I think they had a great ending, and we've talked about this in previous episodes. So if yeah. you've missed that, make sure you go check that out yes, as well. We talk about that a lot on the last episode before break. Mm-hmm. Um, Juliet, do you have a fun segment for us? I do. Woo-hoo. I do. We were talking about Lip and his many girlfriends, and we figure let's go back down memory lane and see who he's dated, what lessons we've learned from them, who was our favorite, who was our least favorite, and yes. things of that nature. So I'm going to throw the floor to you, my friend. I'm just going to go through the list, and again, guys. Please, please feel free to hop into the live chat. Yeah, um, he's had many. Apart from the ones I'm going to name, definitely other relationships. But let's just—we're <laughs> going to stick with the ones that were reoccurring, and there was something. It was yes. seems like an intense, memorable, memorable. Exactly. So, how can we ever forget Mandy, who was the high school sweetheart who yes. pushed him to or uh, to. Um, she actually uh, signed up for college for him, which was amazing. We yes. had Karen, the neighbor, Amanda, who was a rich college girl, uh-huh. and Sierra, who was the waitress at, at Patsy's, and I, uh, Aline, Helen? Yeah. Uh, who was the teacher, college teacher. So that one was my favorite by far, the okay. teacher relationship, because uh, it— I don't know. I just felt like I saw him in a in a totally different light. I felt like with all the other girlfriends— he really liked them and was invested, but I actually think he was in love with his teacher, and so there was a different feeling for Lip towards that. And then when that broke off, it was such a devastating breakup for him that we got to see a lot of um, good monologues from him and like just really heartbreaking stuff, and he's just such a good actor, so I, I love seeing that from him. Yeah, I love that too. I think my mine will always be Mandy. Yeah, She's the one that got She's away. So good. She was so good because she was really from his world and she really understood stood him and she and she really saw him for who he was and she was always pushing him to be better. Right. She did run over uh, <laughs> someone though, so that's that's another yeah. for another story. So yeah, make sure you guys comment who your favorites are, why they were your favorites, um, and if there was any that we didn't mention that you thought was super memorable, go ahead and comment that below too. Um, and then just a little news for you guys. Yeah. After Buzz TV News. So um, while I was doing some research online, Parade.com did an article talking to William H. Macy, um, kind of just about working with Katie Seagal, working on Shameless, um, and working with his wife, Felicity Huffman, which I love her as well. Um, It'd be kind of fun to get her on the show, wouldn't it, and see those two together? Just for fun. Um, But anyway, he talks about uh, working with Cameron Monaghan, who played Ian, and actually how he felt when uh, he told them that he was leaving the show. And um, let me read this quote for you guys. William H. Macy said, um, when I found out that Cam was leaving, I was really upset. I didn't like it, which I thought was interesting that he spoke out like that. And he said, in a very gentle way, I tried to talk him out of it just actor to actor. Which was interesting because, um, you know, he talks a little bit about this also in the article, so you guys should read that, Parade.com, about how it was a bit more expected for Emmy to leave and how it seems like everyone was a bit more understanding of that leaving than um, Cameron's. Mm -hmm. And I'm maybe just because of age or, you know, where they're at in their careers. I'm not sure. But, yeah, he or maybe their relationship, William H. Macy and... Uh, Cameron were just closer, but I thought it was very interesting that he tried to get him to stay on the show. Cool. Yeah, I think that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, very cool. I'm glad that he was able to 
do that. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. But Cameron's also an amazing actor, and he's doing a lot right now, so he seems to be doing just fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, Juliet, tell everyone where they can find you on social media so that we can continue the conversation. Oh, I'm so sad that we're done with the show already, but guys, we will be back here next week. And in the meantime, if you want to follow me on Instagram, please feel free to do so on... My handle is at Bonjour Juliet. <laughs> everywhere at Bonjour Juliet. Exactly. Uh, and you guys can find me everywhere at Haley Clover. Again, make sure to subscribe on YouTube, comment below, and find us everywhere so we can continue talking until next week. We'll see you then, guys. Bye-bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 